on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, we meet a young man that's breaking the mould. His chosen sport is netball. The twins are back with all the news from the Newark Athletic Club and Graham is having a week off, so we turn to the boss herself to tell us how the striders have been getting on. This is the renowned Radio New York Sport and these are some of the young names that did, despite the weather, have a good weekend. <music> Amelia Crispin came home first at the Nottinghamshire Schools Cross Country Championships held at Wollerton Park. She'll now go on to represent the county in the junior girls team at the English Schools Cross Countries in March. Also going through to the finals is Jasmine Braithwaite, who finished sixth in the year six to seven race. Meanwhile, over at the Lincolnshire event, Laura Bates got a well-earned fifth in the senior girls, while Ed Buck came home tenth in the senior boys. More from the twins on all those stories coming up. The proud owner of the Newark and Shield District Council's Warwick Lane Junior Sports Person of the Year Award was back in the saddle over the weekend at the FEI team test in Yorkshire. That's for all the very good ones that's going to be internationals, by the way. And she received a, she received a 70% pass mark. And somebody else who passed with flying colours was the bad boy himself, Bailey Sugden, recording a unanimous points victory and propelling himself into the world's top 10 in his latest glory contest. The venue, Houston, Texas. And this Friday is helping out at Fondon Village Hall. Slightly different. And more from Megan Williams on tomorrow night's show. Paige Jones enjoyed a good weekend of archery. Saturday training with the GB squad and on Sunday she was the first junior lady in the compound category at the county championships. Cycling's track season has started well for Finley Bass. Coming the first in the point section, sixth in the elimination and seventh in the scratch race. Ed Howlett finishes international season 172 places above the position he held 12 months ago. And on the domestic front, Ed fends for the King's College in London team against the Queen Mary University of London in the men's foil. And of course, he won, didn't he? The team won 135 to 75, taking them to the top of the Southeastern A Division. And James Rutherford. Well, he was um, fencing for Nottingham Trent University and they won in their top of their section, the Midlands Division. You know, Mr Smith, we spoke last night about a merry-go-round in Grantham. Hmm. Um, well, it's going round still. And today, Dennis Rawl fell off it. Um, Grantham have announced that Dennis Rawl have left the club by mutual consent. It seems that the um, new management team want to bring their old people in, um, their old staff in, and uh, that meant there was no place for Dennis. And the look on your face means those cogs are going round fairly quickly. No, it's it's, it's just... Um, Dennis is a, a wonderful friend of mine, and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I just wonder where this roundabout's going to take him. 
We'll see. Is he looking for a beanie? Watch this space. Ooh. We'll see. I don't know. I'm guessing watch this space. Right, um, as everybody knows that listens to this show on a regular basis, I'm the, the amateur with no journalistic <laughs> experience. You're not that good, love. With no journalistic <laughs> experience whatsoever. Mr. Smith is the professional. We're not, we're not going to talk about uh, the bowling ground, are we? Mr. Smith is a professional with, Ooh. as he will tell you, over 50 years of experience as a professional journalist. He was the one that told you that Scotland <laughs> will finish second in the Rugby Union Six Nations. Yeah. He was the one that also told you that last night's score was going to West Ham nil, Liverpool three. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Well, I, I just told it was. I didn't know it, if if I'd have known what the what the result was going to be, then um, I'd have been straight down to the bookies, wouldn't I? We'll talk about this in depth tomorrow night because it's just me and Lee tomorrow. So we'll, we'll talk about this. I've got a fact for you though. In the first twenty Premier Division matches this season, Liverpool dropped five points. In the last six, hmm. they've dropped seven. I asked you last night if nerves affected professional oh, yeah. footballers yeah. because this championship race in my own little mind mirrors flow servants elston and it's who's going to crack first it's going to be a very interesting game tomorrow night at goodison isn't it everton versus man city back on the who's going to crack first syndrome yes because the pressure now goes back hmm onto City, and I, I, I don't care if you're on £200,000 a week, it still must get to you. Yeah, I it mean, makes you have a stupid haircut like Aguero's got to start with. <laughs> What's he gone prematurely today? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's But just... I will tell you one thing, and we'll, t- we'll, we'll come back, because we've got much more important things to talk about tonight. I will come back to it tomorrow night, but you know, if we had VAR, that game mm. would have finished nil-nil. It would, it would indeed. Because West Ham's goal was <clears> foul. Mm. And Liverpool's goal, well, you know, come on, even you in your career as a club linesman <laughs> would have seen that. Well, I'd have been nowhere near level, but it that way. But, uh, but no, you know what annoys me? He'll still be a linesman in a top-class game on Saturday. There's nothing, nothing. If you have a bad game of football, you're dropped. Mm. If you had a bad game of netball, you're dropped. Mm. If you make an horrendous mistake, which could... Everybody makes mistakes. I'm not knocking referees. Yes, I am. I'm not knocking referees <laughs> and linesmen. Everybody makes mistakes. But that was... <laughs> it wasn't even close. Don't um, assistant referees come under the same jurisdiction as referees where they get left out if they make a howler? Anthony Taylor made one at the, Burn- at the Burnley match on Saturday and he's got Man United this weekend. Hmm. So well, it's step, well, it probably is, actually. <laughs> but, you know, it's just... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that linesmen come under the same... Um, As Mr Hyde would guidance. tell you, they're assistant referees. To me, they're linesmen. Yeah. Tomorrow night, we're going to be talking Australian National Rugby League. We're going to be talking about Jurgen Klopp. We're going to be talking about the West Ham match. We're going to be talking about Mourinho. And we're going to be talking about the Six Nations and seeing if you can make a better effort than you made last week. But for now in fairness um when it comes to my predictions i actually did have a very very good result last night as as the auctionman because i didn't go to the bookies with my three nil so 
that was a, that was, that was the result. But think how many did on the back of you saying. No, no, no. I would imagine people who have been right. listening to me for several years will have, will know to, to ignore it completely. <laughs> Moving on because there's nothing I like better than local sport and loving I like better than junior local sport. And a New York Academy student is breaking down the sporting bar- uh, barriers on a national scale. Eleven-year-old Harrison Fletcher, who's been in this studio probably more times than you have, um, is one of um, not many male netballers registered under england netball and it's been a bit of a hard work to actually get him to get registered and we're going to find out all that story is about tonight his dad says harrison is breaking down barriers and my wife and i support him all the way and mum and dad are both in the studio tonight and they're both going to have a chat to us before eight o'clock aren't we mum no we'll see as a parent um, you're always <laughs> proud of your children whether it's academic or a sporting achievement um so welcome to all three of you and um harrison welcome back to you um let's um start right at the beginning why netball i mean i'd probably blame the school to read <laughs> right so one night i was supposed to be going to this club and it got cancelled so Esme was playing netball, my sister, and I mum couldn't pick us up because she thought that my club was on. So I went and watched Esme play netball, and Miss Fell told me to come and join in. And then when it finished, mum came looking for me, and she said to Miss Fell, "Well, where is he?" And she said, "He's playing." And he said, and she said, it, "He's really, really good." So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you see, it's Miss it's Miss Fell's fault then. Mm. Um, <laughs> most things usually are, aren't they? Before that fateful afternoon, was you a footballer or a rugby player or? Um, to be honest, I didn't. I wasn't really interested in football, anyways, and I wasn't really into rugby. I could hop lacrosse was okay. I was good at that, but the best sport that I was good at at the time was basketball. Because I could do nearly everything in basketball, so that's probably why it helped so much with netball as well. You see, I could play basketball in my in my younger days, but I, I tr- we tried playing netball once, and it, it totally confused me. I, 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 oh, it was awful. We got nil. It was a Radio Newark team against. Um, I don't know who there was at the time, but it was better than we was, which didn't take a lot. But I say after about an hour's play, we got nil. And um, I was playing to basketball rules, and it didn't. It doesn't work, does it? No, no it, it doesn't work at all. Um, <laughs> basketball rules. Yeah, you can move. Ah, uh, see, netball. You, you. Oh, you, I don't know. You, you, uh, you, you, you know, well, you, no, there you go then. No. Right. Okay. I, I, I have coached netball in my former years. I'll we'll have to come back to that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> that really is. <laughs> That's all you need. Um, so after breaking into the team, it wasn't long before you was actually captain of the school team. Uh, yeah, so just after Esme left school, I was still in the team and I was made captain with also Lucy May, who's, I think, Will Rob. Um, so yeah, that's basically what happened after Esme and their team were gone. It was just the year sixes. Because 
misfell and tutoried have a bit of a reputation for netball don't they yeah yeah um and and, and they have a cracking reputation so um it, it's no surprise um that um this is the school that you was at but let, let me just get the first question and the one that everybody's shouting what do your mates think of you playing netball how much stick have you had and obviously you're a clever lad you can rise above it but what do your mates make of a boy playing what is perceived as a girl's sport um they're not too bad about it to be honest they're not like extremely bothered they don't like say any comments on it but like if we play a match they, they i'll tell them the score and they will say well done that's really good but then anything else like oh yeah i have got this thing happening that's the reward ceremony they're a bit like mm, yeah but you're a boy and you play netball but i mean you just gotta deal with it to be honest because there's nothing else you can really do I, I don't think it really matters, does it? No, not really. I mean, like, you know, this... I, I, I think the world has, has, has moved on tremendously in many ways. Some of it not for the better, but the, the one way it has moved on is, that, you know, it's, 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 there's no longer girls' sports and boys' sports. Everyone cracks on, mm. you know. And in, in, in the same the way that we're always going on about disability sport, there's nothing these days such as disability sport. It's just everybody together. Mm. And, you know, I mean, everybody's on the back pages as opposed to some people on the front pages, some people on the back... It, 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 I honestly think diversification has, has, has been replaced by unification, and that's such a positive. I do like him when he gets his posh journalistic well, well, on. No, it's just, you know, <laughs> occasionally I come out with something bright. You do! That's the second time this year. Yeah? Um, first da one was making da the ju tea. Just grab that mic, can, can, can you? That's brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, one thing that is a, a tradition in here when parents come in, um, for the next 45 minutes you are going to be called mum and dad because that's what you are and that's what we do. So, dad, almost the same question to you. When he came in that night and said, right, I'm now playing netball, what was your reaction? Um, well, initially I was, uh, I was quite surprised, really, um, when he came in because... Not not a particularly big football fan. He's played it, you know, at a young age. So when he was at sort of year one, year two in in school, he was playing for Fernwood Foxes, but it wasn't really for him. Uh, he wasn't interested in rugby at that point. Uh, so yeah, I was as surprised I think as what Harrison was and uh, as what Nick was as well that he'd sort of, you know, fallen into this this sport purely on an off chance of his club being after school club being cancelled and. Uh, being asked to, uh, to to take part in the, in the netball, uh, well, high five netball is is called at tutoring um, and that age, uh, take part in their training, um, and uh, yeah, Miss Fowl said, yeah, he's, he's, he's a bit of a natural. His, his sister, who's eighteen months older, she she plays. That, plays. I mean, his sister's not 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 here. What what did his sister make of it? Uh, I, I don't think she was overly surprised. To be fair, and. I think my knowledge of netball at that point was uh, was extremely limited and didn't realise that High Five existed, which was a mixed uh, team of, of boys and girls. Miss Fells tried to explain it on numerous <laughs> times to us and on numerous occasions it's gone straight over the top. Yeah, I think Harrison knows more about the High Five yes. rules than, um, than what I do. So I think that they those children at that, at that age within the High Five arena, it's, it's not uncommon for them to know that boys play in those teams but for, for me I was like 
I didn't realise boys could play netball. Because, you know, as the majority of people think, it's predominantly a, a female sport. But Tony's 100% right with his big posh words. Um, <laughs> he's, hundred, he's 100% right that you shouldn't have girl sport and you shouldn't have boy sport. You should have what they enjoy. Absolutely. Well. One thing I've just thought of, of course, being the only boy in this in this team, you've got the pick of all the girls, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> you've got first picks on this one of all the... Because, you know, I mean, the girls that play netball are obviously going to be the sporty girls, the, 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 you know, the girls. And you've, got, and you've got first pick on all this. This is why the hair's all sort of <laughs> gelled backwards and all smart, isn't it? Yeah, I've, yeah come, come on, answer the question. I don't really get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll go far. <laughs> I'm really saying there's one boy and about ten girlfriends around him. Well... To be honest... You don't have to say who the girlfriend is, by the way. <laughs> Most of my friends at school, like the people who I hang around with at school, sit on the table with, are mostly girls, because I just feel like I fit in with them and just can talk to them. Because Esme, I can... Like, I've had experience with her, and she's reacted to something I've done, and then I've learnt that that's a thing that all girls do. So then I know not to do it. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I like this <laughs> The story yeah. really takes a, um, a massive turn when it comes to leaving Chucha Reed and going on to secondary school or whatever they call it in this, in this day and age. Um, and then, yeah, I play netball. I'm sorry you can't. Um, and that's the story that we really do want to hear to how you fought and won. And now you're an integral part of that team. But coming up next, it's going to be, hopefully, live from the Sports Village, the one and only, actually, it's the two and only, Twins. <laughs> <laughs> it was, of course, a massive weekend of running. While the footballers couldn't cope, they had to sort of go back in the warmth. It didn't stop our runners at the weekend. A massive, massive weekend of running. And I'll tell you how big a weekend it was. We've got both the twins to talk to tonight, so they must have a big script to get through. So, uh, ladies, good evening. I'm going to leave it all to you. So, on Saturday, we had a great result in the Knox Course Cross Country, and we saw Amelia Crispin, who was in the Year 8 and 9 race, and she had an amazing race, and she managed to win. She led from the start and pulled away quite early on with one of her athletes. Despite a, a late, strong finish, Amelia managed to finish in a great first place. And also racing was Jasmine Braithwaite, who came home in the Year 6-7 race in sixth place to get through to the English schools in June finals. And then, as well, we also had Zoe Smudger, who also ran for Newark and Sherwood and came 21st in the Year 7 girl race. So good, a big well done to all of them. Um, and then we had the Lincolnshire schools cross-country at Abington Park, Northampton. Um, the senior girls race was first, with Laura Bates finishing in a well-earned fifth position. Savannah and Izzy from Grantham, who train at the club on a Tuesday, um, also had good positions. And Tilly came 42nd and I came 44th. So we'll find out the results soon, whether we've made it for the team. Um, the junior girls saw Beth Wynne-Jones finishing a great 50th. 
and the junior boys saw Josh Clay and Joseph Monk running with Josh finishing just in front. However, with both boys recovering illness and injury, they did themselves very proud from running. And we saw the senior boys, um, Ed Buck, had a great race coming in 10th, first for the Lincolnshire team, and Alex Ellis coming 23rd, fourth links home. So that was a busy weekend. <laughs> Just a bit, and quite, and quite, um, quite cold as well. Yeah, it was cold, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> It's going to warm, and it's not quite as busy weekend this weekend when the weather's going to be lovely and warm. Now, I mean, Gareth tells me she the track was about 200 metres, so it, it, it's a small track. The poor girl must have got dizzy. Yeah, she did 25 laps on an indoor track. Mad. <laughs> mad. <laughs> Absolutely mad. Yeah. It, she's gone from freezing weather to boiling weather, so... I don't know. Did you, yeah. you, you two <laughs> used to play netball at school? Yeah, we did, actually, yeah. We played it in secondary school as well. Now, we're talking to a young man tonight who's breaking the mould because he's taken on the authorities and uh, they've allowed him to sign now and he plays for the Bingham the Bingham Bullets at um, at Netball. So he, he's breaking the mould. Do, do you two, different age group to me and Tony by an awful long way, it, it's got to be right, isn't it, that you can play what sport you want to do? Yeah, in, in year 10 and 11, we did GCC Netball. We mixed with the boys and the game was actually a lot quicker pace. It was such more... Of an interesting game because with girls we're all like delicate. Which, when the boys got involved, it was so much more like football. It's like football as well, isn't it? There's so many more boys teams than girls teams. I'm, I'm just, I, I, I've just got the vision of you two and delicate in 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 the same <laughs> sentence. Yeah, maybe not us being delicate with no. pointed toes. And not us, no, but forget most people. <laughs> Right, girls, get back to your running. I'll be in trouble with Stuart. Um, we'll catch up with you again next week when you're going to have to work very hard to find something to tell us. Yeah, we'll find something. I'm sure you will. Thanks, girls. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And that's uh, the wonderful twins live there from um, the Sports Village, and that's uh, something else that's changed over the years, and thankfully it has. Right, um, three national stories. Mm. Um, a quick chat about them. And then um, we'll find out what happened when this young man left you to read. And it's back to Manchester City because Pep Guardiola says that more than two clubs can contest the Premier title with 13 matches a season to go. His side are three points behind leaders Liverpool, but if they can win at Everton, they will go top. Tottenham are fifth. Chelsea 12 points off the pace and Manchester United 14 off the pace. He thinks any one of those could win it. Me thinks he's wrong. <laughs> Was England and um, Lions star Elliot Daly is to leave the Premiership Club at the end of the season after confirming the adaptable back's imminent departure. Wasp director of rugby says Elliot triggered a release clause in his contract. France? We'll see. Australia, Germany and Serbia, Italy have all won the J Davis Cup ties to go through to the 18 Nations World Cup style event that's been held in Madrid. I'll tell you what else is good in a minute. New export. And apart from that, Mr Smith, Belgium, Canada, Chile, Colombia, Japan, Kazakhstan, the Netherlands and Russia are also going to be there. The automatic 
qualifiers are Croatia, France, Spain and the USA, plus the wild cards of Argentina and Great Britain. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's what you're doing that week at the moment, because without the great Sir Andrew... Um, no, it's... I mean, it, it just shows how far and above anybody else in Britain Andy Murray is. And uh, this is just, you know, I mean... You have you have you, you have misquoted me so many times about big, Andy Murray on this show. Big words and Andy Murray compliments. This no, is a night to remember. We, we only we only fell out when Andy Murray and personality were in the same paragraph. But um, no, no, basically he doesn't play personality. He plays tennis. No, no but is is um, is just astonishing what what he did. Uh, so many years after Fred Perry was just in, incredible when he won, when he actually won uh, Wimbledon. And it's even more astonishing that the Lawn Tennis Association has done absolutely nothing mm. to ensure that his legacy is going to continue. And and it'll be another 70 years as well before it happens again, you know, so... Um, I think in the next few minutes we'll find out all about another sporting body and see if, if, if they can come out with any praise or not. So, but Guardiola is talking out of his hat. Chelsea and Manchester United, not a chance... It's, it's between Man City and Liverpool. I mean, the ba- Man United has got to win four games that Manchester City's got to lose. City will not lose four games between now and the end of the season, so United cannot catch him. No. It's as simple as that. Let's but, be sensible. But I think, right, uh, that, that's tomorrow night. But I think that Selston will, so Flosser for Oh, time. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> we, we will see. OK, so the story takes us now to the last year of Jude Reid and a successful year at Tutorie because she was up perennially up for the sports awards um Tutorie netball was always in the in the junior team category but the time come to leave Tutorie um your choice of school Newark Academy the Newark Academy yeah um I think that's brilliant actually because more and more youngsters are coming into this studio now and say the new academy went four years ago nobody but nobody coming here and said new academy Tony, did they but now more and more because you need the children to make the school the, stu- the, the school can't be there without the children so you need that i, I just want to stick with that a moment Tony. just give that to mother can you please mum just i just want to talk about that what what was the the decision to to send him or ask him or was it his decision new york academy not to till or will rob or, or sleaford or any one of these bush journeys away we just wanted him to go to the local school and support it that was the reason why we went to it they got good results uh we had met the headmaster when we'd gone to look round it and um we liked everything he had to say to us Esme had already had a really successful year so and, and I do you know I, I genuinely think it, it, it's important the children of, of the calibre that we've got here go to the New York Academy because they are they're going to be the bricks that build that school mm. I, that's what I'm really trying to say it is mm. so important that he, he goes there he breaks the mould he does well because then others can see what's happening and they'll say well can we go there because it I, i'm in total despair when i see five buses lined up outside fernwood in every morning to take newark mm-hmm. children out of newark to be educated 
I we've, we've found the school, the school's been very supportive. Um, lots of our friends are sending their children there as well. So it I think you've got to keep it in your community, haven't you? It took some brave parents with that sort of attitude to start this ball rolling. So well done to both of you. Absolutely. I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. I really do. So, Harrison, you, 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 you've got there um, sport. So everybody sort of says, right, I want to play rugby. I want to play what will I want to do with this? And you said, oh, well, I want to play netball. First of all, do they play netball at Newark Academy? Yes, they do. Um, on every Monday night, I just go to netball practice, practice netball. Now, was it a question of ju just you turning up there, or, or was that a battle? Uh, no, it wasn't a battle. They completely let me go there. It was kind of the same case of what happened with my clubs because I used to go to social media studies in on a Monday night but then that got cancelled and then I had nothing else to do so I asked Mrs Beardsmore uh, the, the PE teacher if I could go and join in and she said yeah sure go get your kit on so I joined in again and then just got into that as well 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 done the growth because was, was it is, is it pretty much tutor each team um well some of tutor read <coughs> some of tutor read team some of tutor reads team went to like other schools like Southers and um they don't know what they don't know what they're missing yeah mm -hmm. um so there's a few people in the academy who are originally from the team but then some have just gone to other schools which is a bit upsetting because we can't have the old team back but yeah does they or is there a, a, a league that the academy playing uh, are you yeah, playing in it I, I know you play at bingham but we'll come to that in a minute yeah. this is we'll stick with newark academy do you play in a school's league or yeah. anything so there is a school league but recently since i joined there hasn't been one yet so and at first i wasn't actually allowed to play in the school leagues but then Mrs Beardsmore went and asked if I could, asked all the teams if I would, if they would let me play. And some of the teams said yes, some of the teams said no. So the teams that said no, we ju I just wouldn't be on for them games. So I'd play the teams that said yes and not play the teams that said no. Which is a bit unfortunate, but... <laughs> it's got a lovely way of putting it. Um, <laughs> you, you've actually got the mic in front of you, Mum, so we'll stay with, with, with you. I mean... How disappointing is it that some of the teams said no? I mean, that's some of the school, it's not teams, it's schools that say no. How disappointing is that? It's disappointing for Harrison because, it, it like we, we've discussed, it's not, it shouldn't really be an issue, should it? Um, but the fact that they've said that he can't play, they have to play to the rules, and if they've said no, then they've said no. Hopefully, he'll be able to join the team turn up and on the day they might change their mind so we might actually get a game in the, the thing is and and, and 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 i will come to bingham but the thing is it's pretty much like what he's doing at the academy isn't it he's trailblazing to a large extent and once they've seen one boy there are you still the only boy at the nook academy yeah but yeah. it's going to happen that it's going to be more than one, isn't it? He's got to start mm. somewhere. I think we just hope that um, 
making people aware that Harrison's been such a success and is being accepted, uh, we just hope more boys start playing so they can eventually have a mixed team and it's not a problem, it's no issues. Tell, tell me, Harrison, about um, the, the Bingham Bullets. Um, I take it you found them through your older, si- through your older sister. Yeah, so um, one day when Esme was playing the match, they were playing short, and Mum said to Claire, Claire, the manager of man- Bingham Bullets, yeah. she said to Claire, um, Harrison will play if you want him to, and she said, does he know the rules? <laughs> um, right. <laughs> Mum said, yeah, and she put me on. Yeah, they asked. The, we asked the other team if it was okay if I could play, and they said, "Yeah, sure." So I played that part. I bet they had a shock as well, didn't they? Because they were thinking, yeah. "Oh, yeah, he's just going to he's going to be the clan of the afternoon and just make <laughs> up the numbers." I, I bet they had a shock by the time they'd finished. Um, to be honest, I'm, I don't know if they did, but um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just one about Esme because on my notes is she um, plays for the Notts County under 15 development squad mm-hmm. yes she does there's yeah. a lot of um, talent in this family isn't yeah. there yeah she's come a long way all from miss fell yes well i was gonna say mm. are, are you a netballer or was you a netballer not really my game was hockey your game was hockey mm. who, who, who did you play for i played for county oh right oh well you've got to, got to go from to beat mum <laughs> what was your club uh, we didn't have clubs no no, it was just from school straight right. into county. Oh, it Mr. was a long time ago. Mister Halfpenny would have you at no, <laughs> have, have you at no in a flash. If <laughs> you're taking no, if you're taking notes now, hockey I always find to be one of the most brutal sports of any I watch. I mean, you know, everybody says it's rugby, it's not. It's hockey. It's, it bru- it's brutal. Mm-hmm. I used to love hockey. Well, I, I know they dress the goalkeeper up in in, in in armor, but everybody should wear it. It, it really is right. Let's go back to um, to Bingham. So, elder sisters playing for Bingham. Um, how much of a battle was it to get you into that team and playing regular netball? So, I think the first thing that Claire did was after I played that match. Didn't she say to you, "Does he want to start playing?" Just if you would like to go training. Yeah, if I would like to go training. And uh, mum asked me and I said, yeah, sure. So I ended up going to training and I proved to them that I was good and they thought, well, we're going to try and get him on the team. So they went to England netball and got me affiliated by... So we'll let Dad talk us through that one. If you just push that mic back back over there, um, that that was was it a battle or was England netball appreciative of what he wanted to to do? Or well, I was actually unaware that that was taking place because from what we'd been told, that was it. That was the end of Harrison's netball career you get to that age and that's it you, you can't play anymore they, they, they don't allow it to happen high five is the mixed is the mixed netball games for for boys and girls but once you get to uh, senior school to year, year, seven, year seven year seven that's it it stops so his monday night training 
with the school uh, was just that it was just training he couldn't play any matches but he was he was allowed to go training and the same again at, at Bingham Bullets <coughs> that was a one off where it was either cancel the match or Harrison or Harrison steps in and, and plays which which was great um, so the, the Monday night training he just kept going to Bingham Bullets kept going just training all the time still couldn't play any of the matches and then I think it was Claire actually came to us one day and said she'd managed to Claire's the coach at uh, Bingham Bullets and said she'd managed to get him affiliated, which meant that he could now uh, participate and, uh, and compete with, with the team for Bingham, so he could go off and play, play in competitions. Well, it's well done, Claire, isn't it, really? Yeah, Take, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Taking yeah. her time out, because the easiest option would be, OK, he helps out, and then forget it, but she's actually gone that extra mile and, and made an effort and, and, and got him in then. Claire can probably see, it's the same as the academy can probably see, that... You have to start, and then that one becomes two, and two becomes four, and... Yeah, hopefully. Probably, sooner or later, you may have an all-boys team, or it's going to be integrated... It's going to be integrated completely, isn't it? Because netball at, at the moment... Netball at the moment, it is... It is strong on, on the back of... On the back of the national team, and television exposure, and it's always Tony, it's always... You've got to have that television exposure, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, that's the the medium that introduces all sports, certainly, if not everything, to the world, isn't it? If you see it on television, then you've got a captive audience there on a couch, and they all go, oh, I won't mind a go at that. And that's taking <clears throat> netball from a sport that Miss Fowl plays when Chew Tree to finish the day's work to a, a sport where we have... What did they win the world championship or, or, or I mean, Commonwealth Games? The Commonwealth, I mean, tra Tracy, Tracy Neville, the the the, the talented member of that family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you do you watch it when you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, we do watch uh, the occasional match if it's on. So we watched the Commonwealth Games with England versus what was it? Australia. Australia. <clears throat> uh, that was a really good match. It was so close at the end. And we won that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, so any time you beat Australia, you'll, you'll learn that as you get older. <laughs> any time you beat Australia is a good, is a good day in sport. <laughs> um, it really is. But, I mean, that puts your sport in the forefront, doesn't it? And the one, the BBC award, didn't it? The team of, of the year as well. So that's, uh, that's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so what I want to talk to you next is... <laughs> Where this is all going to take you? Where do you want to go? Is it just going to be a school thing, or do you want to break into the ranks and play netball at a senior level? But before that, we've got the boss herself from the Striders, because Graham's having a week off. As we said, Graham is away this week, so um, Jackie Jackson, the chair of um, the award-winning Newark Striders, has been given the task. I mean, it's one thing being absolute though chair and, and the boss but uh, coming on the radio to try and do graham's report now that is that really is pressure but we're not like that we we wouldn't mention that and put her under no pressure at all so welcome jackie back to um radio newark and tonight um you're going to give us the weekend report from the award-winning newark striders all yours thank you um so i have written some things down so that i i don't um, completely wing it so graham hopefully is proud of me so on Thursday night, 
we rounded off Red January with a 5K run and the traditional celebratory drink at the Grove afterwards. Um, as I was, knew I was standing in for Graham and how he likes a statistic or two, um, I asked our members who'd completed it for their mileage, and I reckon about 40 members clocked up over 3,500 miles, with Jean-Louis clocking up the men's 209 miles he managed, and Sarah Carter clocked up 155 miles for the ladies. Um, moving on to Saturday, it marked the launch of our run and talk week with a, a bit of a cold and frosty park run. Uh, and Jess Gordon, one of our mental health champions, she gave a brief introduction before the run um, about the mental health awareness programme that we're doing. And many of our members were volunteering or taking part. And again, in true Strider's fashion, we finished the, the run with some cake and coffee afterwards, including my favourite lemon drizzle cake, which one of our members, Alison, made. And we also had peanut butter M&Ms back from America as well. So it was a win-win all round on Saturday, despite the cold conditions. They know how to create round the chair person, they don't do, they? They do, don't they? Uh, and despite the conditions, we actually had two PBs. So Nicole Henderson and Anthea Mosley, they both got new personal best time in the icy, snowy, frosty, cold morning. So also on Saturday, Sarah Carter and Matt Silk, they were at um, the Rawsby Ripper, which is a eight and a half mile um, run through a bit of muddy fields and again ice as well on Saturday. Matt finished 23rd out of 211 in a time of 105, and Sarah finished in 125. So both had really good runs despite the conditions. Um, and then on Saturday night, we had a bit of a social gathering in town. Um, and despite that, on, on Sunday, 28 striders were at the third East Midlands cross-country race, which was at Colic Woods, and apparently was quite tough and, and hilly this week. And there's some good photos on the uh, website of people crawling up one of the hills. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, and apparently, does that mean you wasn't there? Uh, no, no, I wasn't Shocking. there. <laughs> I still haven't. I did promise Peter Davis I would do cross-country this year, but um, I still haven't quite managed it, and there's only one race left. So, no, I was um, long running on, on Sunday. So I did do ten and a half miles, but I didn't do it in mud or up hills. Does it sound like you like mud and uphills? Uh, not particularly, no. Not, I, I don't have great memories of cross-country at school, if I'm honest, but um, I'm sure it's, uh, it's not that bad. It's just probably that memory has uh, stuck with me. So at the cross-country, we had Philippa Clark. She was the first finisher for the ladies. Um, and then we had Nicola Bradley, Claire Stanton, Taff Scott, Nicole Henderson, Anthea Mosey, Trace Partridge, Chris Craig, Ruth Mount Stevens, Leslie Butlin, Stacey Atkins, Holly Dews, Di Holmes, uh, Tina Beveridge, and Lynn Bobby. So the ladies' A team is currently um, in ninth place overall, so they're doing quite well. Um, for the men, we had Jan Bailey first over the line. Um, they do the men do two laps, so they have to go round twice, unfortunately. Then we had um, Simon Palmer, David Cross, Peter Davis, Richard Spur, Andrew Vosper, Jason Cobb. Andy Scott, Nick Beveridge, Steve Gerd, Andy Sir, Steve Padgett and Jason Priest. And the men's A team are currently in fourth position. So so that was good there. Um, and all that with no notes. I've got them all. You can tell I've got it all in front of me, can't you? Um, so this week we've got our run and talk event on Thursday. Um, with everyone welcome to come and attend that at Fernwood at 6.45. And we'll be doing the, the usual combination of running... Walking, talking, jogging, 
and um, whatever we need to do to get round, and then there's a um, chance to have a drink afterwards and continue the talking with a bit of drinking. And cake. Yeah, well, yeah, I could do with some more cake, actually. I'll have to, I'll have to pull that out to the members. We're going to try, time permitting, on um, Thursday night and give, um, and give Becky a ring while she's actually out running. Yep, that would be good, although she's not actually still running, so she... Uh, well, jogging, limping... Going on, hobby. going on them crutches. Yeah, yeah, bless her. She's still, she's still not able to run, but um, I know she'll be there um, hobbling. So that's a, a new, a new take on it. <laughs> Hobble and cake. Yeah, yeah, and it's and and all throughout February, really, it's the sixth birthday celebrations. So um, I can't remember the exact date which we started. I think it was probably the eighteenth, but um, we were obviously setting up and promoting throughout February six years ago. Um, as we uh, started what's uh, sort of become a bit of a snowball for Striders. Tony, take some notes here, because um, the chairperson's going to give us some, some dates of when we can leave here at 8 o'clock and just get there in time for this cake they keep talking about, <laughs> but we never get! Exactly. Uh, there's always cake. You need to come to Park Run. <sighs> That's halfway through the night! <laughs> There's always cake Saturday morning. It makes getting up on a Saturday morning definitely worthwhile. There's always somebody celebrating a milestone or... Um, yeah, me getting up in time for part run. Part run, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an occasion for us to bring cake. It would! Um, it's, it's supposed to be a warm Saturday this Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. Warmer. Struggle not to be any worse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> OK, well, I might... I might just pop down if there's cake around on saturday i, I might, might just pop down on the radio new at camera <laughs> we'll see jackie thank you so much You're is welcome. it uh, a busy weekend this weekend for you or um, no it's a relatively quiet one this weekend um it's that time of year when there's sort of uh, people are focused on obviously we've got the cross country we've got one more race left but this weekend it, there's no major events um locally for she... us so we'll be marathon training um for those that are it, it amazes me for a team that is as well organised as the Striders. Mm. Whoever organises everything else, you've got English, you've got the English schools, Lincolnshire and Nottinghamshire. You've got the British universities. You've got the cross country, and you've got the Rawsby Ripper. All inside two days, and the following week, there's nothing. There's nothing. No, I think it's you know a lot of things get called off, don't they, for weather at this time of year. So I guess it's not a popular time. Um, we used to have the the Newton Fraction, um, Grantham a half marathon used to be in February um, they cancelled that last year because of snow and I think they've moved it now it's just opened but I think they moved it now till September and that's become it was it was rescheduled for September last year because of the snow and they've decided to keep it in September so we seem to got you know less races really there's a gap now there's a gap yeah oh, I don't know Jackie that was brilliant thank you so much you're welcome I'm sure Graham will have a listen to it and mark it yeah um Yes, I'm absolutely sure he will. Um, yeah, I, I always remember him saying it was at the Equinox. Everybody else thought it was fun. There was gin and cake. I went to run. <laughs> I'll never forget that one. Oh. Um, he'll come round. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he's learning. He's, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely uh, learning how to run and eat cake and talk. So. That- <laughs> Lemon drizzle cake, Saturday morning. I could well be there. <laughs> Jackie, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. The wonderful, award-winning Newark Striders. Can't so, make that. What, running or cake? No, lemon drizzle cake. Lemon oh, dr- oh, oh, right. just... 
You look like a person who's had Oh, yes, I'm cake. not a stranger to cake. Um, Bingham Bullets are playing the Nottinghamshire Winter League and the Summer League. Well, obviously, quite clearly, it's winter. Um, how are you getting on? Uh, yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. Uh, with the matches that I've played, I think... Did we win that one? Yeah, we won the last one that we played. And that was a completely new team because... Sometimes I end up playing with the year eights because they don't have enough players or sometimes I end up playing with the year sevens, which is amazing because I'm playing with people who are older than me, people who are the same age as me, which is like, yeah, amazing. Excellent stuff. Well, with five minutes left, um, where do you want to go with netball? Um, well... I'm hoping that I can still do it after Year 7 and continue either until I finish school or for as long as I possibly can because it's such a good, fun sport. I just want to do it as much as I can if I can't do it longer than, what, Year 9 or Year 8 or whenever. Tony, we've heard tonight from a young man that decided they wanted to play what? Me and you in our day would call a girls' sport. You've explained with some very posh words um, why that's not the case anymore. He goes to the Newark Academy and he speaks absolutely brilliantly. I think we found a cracker here tonight. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, you said at the uh, top of the show that uh, you enjoy uh, talking to the youngsters in sport and, and I say every time somebody comes on and speaks so well, it's just a credit to not only their sport, but to the town of Newark, the, the, the producing people like this. But when you said that, uh, you came out with a great line earlier on when you said that children are the bricks of a skull. You know, I mean, that is, that's pretty profound for you, you know. I say anything more than two syllables is, is, a, is a progress, isn't it? Uh, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a bad guy. Um, just, um, Wing that mic over to Dad, Kenny Harrison. Um, we've passed our opinions on your son. Um, we think he's absolutely wonderful. He talks. It's not easy, and I know he's been in here before, but he's been in here before with a group of about eight or nine of them. <laughs> and it's pretty much gang warfare, you know, and they all get about a, a minute if they're lucky. And that's okay. That's, that's good, good fun. You're asking an awful lot of a 12-year-old? 11, 12? Yeah, nearly 12. Yeah, nearly 12. Nearly 12-year-old to come in here and talk as well as he's talked about his sport and yeah. what he wants to do in the sport and how he's had to work so hard to even be able to play the sport. Um, you've got to be proud of him. Yeah, extremely proud of him, yeah. And I think he's quite modest, really. In, uh, in I think he's very modest, yeah. He has faced a few challenges. There has been, what you know, the stereotypical comments have been made it probably wouldn't um it wouldn't talk about that openly i'm i'm not afraid to uh, to talk about it but you know harrison's just the kind of guy who just it just like i said he just gets on with he, it he said it at the beginning he just lets it go straight over the top <laughs> that's the best way <laughs> yeah absolutely it? yeah yeah but you know and he's are, still got the pick of the girls there are challenges aren't they and, you know he's he's happy to face up to them challenges and you know move on i, I hope he can carry on playing for as long as possible um I personally think that we'll get to, they'll, they'll get to a, a point, an age point where we either can't get enough enough males together to form a team, 
uh, when he will have to stop playing. Um, if you look at football, you've got mixed teams, you know, boys <coughs> and girls, but it gets to an age when, when it has to stop. But hopefully, you know, uh, Harrison is breaking down some barriers and hopefully we can get some more people, more, more boys, males, playing netball. So if there's any males listening and want to play netball, Monday night, Bingham, what time is it? Seven? Seven, Seven o'clock. Monday night. Give it a go because... After school uh, on a Monday. I mean, that would be... It's back to me bricks. Because that's exactly what he is. He's a foundation stone. He's not a brick. He's a foundation stone, the, the young man is. And uh, thanks for coming in, mum and dad. Mum didn't want to say anything, and then she did. But thank you both for coming. Harrison, we'll catch up with you again, again, very soon. Because if you can keep us... Tell us... Have you got anything else to tell us? Anybody else you want to thank? Just um, one thing... I, I've got to ask you before we end. Who's a better netball player? That's me or you? Obviously, it's me. Good lad, <laughs> that's the spirit. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like to say thank you to Miss Val, Mrs. Beardsmore, and Claire from Bingham for all helping me get this far through the netballing career because I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. Well said, young man. A wonderful show. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Um, you'll come and see us again sometime and keep us informed in what you're doing and what you're getting up to, yeah? Yeah. Do that lovely. Thank you. Tony, tomorrow it's one of those me and you shows um, when we catch up with a bit about everything. I'll have a Wednesday whinge. Is it your turn, isn't and it? And it's my turn for a Wednesday whinge. What's your subject? American team sport. <laughs> and what the heck is Super Bowl? Hmm... It's, uh... It's, no, it's, you can tell me tomorrow night, because I don't understand it at all. Well, I, I don't understand Americans, but I, I, I certainly I, I, don't... I, I look forward to explaining I, American I, football I to I you. certainly don't understand that one at all. I mean, they, they even call baseball... It's rounders. It's not baseball, it's rounders. But anyway, we'll talk about that one um, tomorrow night. Um, from the chaos of this I, show... I bet, I bet the public card loudly ...to um, the supreme <laughs> professionalism of Stuart Preston um, to get you through the next Everything's comparative, hours. Mick. Bye-bye! <laughs> <laughs>